Hey everybody, Maggie here. Hope you're having a fabulous day. I'm super excited because I have a dear friend and sister in Christ on the broadcast with us this morning. This is Crystal Goins North, and I hope I didn't butcher that middle name because I'm not used to using the, the middle name. So, But I'm so excited to have her as my guest this morning on Keys to Your Best Life uh, because Crystal is what I would call the full package. And when I say the full package, I am talking about entrepreneur. I'm talking about speaker host uh, on a television show, co-host on Change uh, TV. She's also a mother, a friend, a sister in Christ. And she has this amazing business, uh, Radiant Beauty, which I love the name of that because it fits how she is in this world. God has taken her uh, and put her in a position to influence others about how not only to be beautiful on the outside, but be, to be beautiful on the inside. And she does that so well. You may or may not have seen her with her amazing makeup tutorials. She doesn't even sell makeup, but she is a professional makeup artist. And towards the end, we're going to share with you some of the things she has coming up. But in the meantime, I've been talking to Crystal about her God story. Her God story is so amazing. And she's got more than one. Okay. We're just going to share one today. We're going to share one of the more recent ones. One of the ones that I hope will bring encouragement to you that are watching, especially you need to get this out and share it with anyone you know that has struggled getting pregnant because Crystal has two beautiful babies and is totally God. And we're so thankful that the Lord, uh, you know, he's faithful. He's so faithful to her and her husband, Stephen. And I have got to watch this fold out over the years. And I'm just so grateful that God still does miracles because basically yeah. This is a miracle. So I want you to like this. I want you to share this. I want you to get this out to your crew. And due to the type of broadcast that we're doing, we're not going to see all your comments. So we won't be interacting like we normally would. However, we will answer every question. We will respond to every comment. So please, if you're watching me for the first time or Crystal for the first time, put hashtag first time. Uh, also, I want you to go and like her page, Radiant Beauty. I want you to follow her uh, as, you know, as much as you can, especially I've learned some tips. OK, I'm over 50. I learned some tips from this girl. So I'm just saying uh, she's always having classes, tutorials and different things and also available for your weddings and different special events, proms and so forth. So make sure you follow my girl. OK, with that being said, I just want to uh, add to the fact that out of all of the hats that she wears, which is many. And that's what I like about her. She's a younger version of me. She can like multitask all this stuff. And she says her favorite title is Daughter of the King. That is the heart of the father is for his daughters to give him credit where credit is due. And that's what we're doing today. So our prayer today was for the Holy Spirit to illuminate through us to you, to encourage you, inspire you, lift you up today with the keys to the best life that you could possibly have. So Crystal, thank you for taking the time this morning. I know how busy you are. I know having two babies, okay? And I'm talking, you know, are they both? Well, I know what the newborn is in diapers, but is the other baby in diapers still? She is. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So y'all pray for my sister. All right. So I know how busy that is. And I was really encouraged that she would take the time out of her schedule to talk to us. But I want to just reverse back. I want to reverse back because I titled this broadcast as the doctor said no, but God said yes, because yes. I know how long she stood. I know the prayers, the tears, the years, the intercession, you know, the fasting, the believing, the laying on of hands, the masses of people praying for her and Stephen, you know, and I, I'm just so grateful to the Lord that he knew the right appointed time 
to bring those beautiful babies into her life. Oh gosh, we're gonna get Terry here. Y'all get your tissues. We might need tissues, chocolates, whatever you need to get through this broadcast. It is a bad story. Crystal, you got married how many years ago? Uh, I've been married for going on 17 years. Glory to God, that's a testimonial right there. So can I get a witness? Okay, so and when did you start trying to conceive? Um, as soon as because we have been together since I was 16, and then we got married whenever I was 18. And so I tried I started trying to get pregnant. We tried immediately because we had been together for a while and we were just we were we wanted kids, we were ready, so immediately. <laughs> Gotcha. Now, when did you first realize something was going on? Well, okay. So whenever I was uh, 16, uh, or maybe I was a little bit younger, I was diagnosed with polycystic ovarian syndrome as well as endometriosis. Um, and I was told I would never have children. I was told this uh, before I even got with Stephen. Wow. And so I had told Stephen, you know, whenever we first got together, I said, you know, I, I was told I'll, I'll never have children, you know. Um, and just to kind of backtrack a little bit, I was really out there in the world whenever me and Steven met. We actually met on a phone chat line. <laughs> we met on a phone chat line and I was really out there just like, um, bad lifestyle, you know, and, um, I, I had lied to him and I told him I was, uh, 17 turning 18, but really I was 16 turning 17. <laughs> well, I um, had a relationship with God previously and I was sitting down on the floor and the Lord told me because he was over on my birthday and the Lord told me, he said, you need to tell him your real age because this is your husband. Ooh. Ooh. I was 17 years old um, and I was like, okay, Lord, you know, and I was like, I didn't know it was the Lord then, you know, I knew, but I knew something was telling me, this is your husband, tell him your real age. So I told him my real age and uh, ended up six months later, he proposed to me a year and a half later, we were married. Um, but I had told him from the beginning, you know, that, Hey, I, the doctor said, I can't conceive. The doctor said, I, I won't have children. And um, so in that process, I ended up getting saved uh, or rededicating my life to Christ whenever I was 19 years old. And that's when we really started believing God and started confessing uh, mm -hmm. that I would conceive, that I would have yes. children. Yes. Yeah. Um, but the endometriosis and the polycystic ovarian syndrome was really, really hard. Those were, you know, two things that uh, for a woman is not only painful, but it's just a daily struggle. And there was a point in our marriage. This was um, probably about 10 years into our marriage um, that I was just really crying out to God. And I was uh, I was hemorrhaging and I had been bleeding mm. a year straight. Um, yeah, I had been bleeding for a year straight. And at this, the doctors told me that the only way to fix it would to be to have a hysterectomy. And I remember this one particular day I was hemorrhaging and I, um, I, I was cleaning up. I don't know how to say it, right. um, through the hemorrhaging and my husband, I, I called him upstairs because it started again right after the fact. And I looked at him and I said, I can't do this anymore. And I said, I'm going to get a hysterectomy. And he said, no, he said, please, he said, don't. And he said, 
we're going to believe God for your healing. So not only were we believing God for children, we were believing God for a supernatural yes. healing in my body because I had been bleeding for a year straight, hemorrhaging, uh, going on company trips and having to uh, hemorrhaging on a plane, um, hemorrhaging at work. Like it, it, it was bad. Like it was, I would have to go to the emergency room, you know, and it was just really, really bad. And I had got to a point to where I was just like, I can't do this anymore. I'm too weak. I can't function. And Stephen just pleaded with me that day. He said, please don't, please don't get a hysterectomy. We're going to believe God for your healing. A few months later, um, we were at an event and at this event, we were ministering to teenagers and a woman who I did not know and who did not know me came up to me while I was praying over teenagers and she laid her hand on the small of my back and she began to pray and she began to pray in the spirit. And I felt something lift off of me, like literally something lift off of me. And I knew that I knew in that moment that God had healed me. And from that moment, my blood was dried up. From that moment, I was healed from PCOS. I was healed from endometriosis. Hallelujah. God supernaturally healed me in that moment. So, yes, this is a God story of 14 years of infertility. I hadn't said that yet, but I struggled with infertility for 14 years. But it's also a God story of God's healing power. He is our healer. You know, healer. And so... If I would have got that hysterectomy, I think about this so much. If I would have got the hysterectomy, you know, because the enemy, he wants to take us to what seems like our end. Yeah. He wants to take us to yeah. that point where we're yeah. ready yeah. to give Perfect. up. Yes. Where we're ready to give up, where we're ready to give in. And God's saying, hold on, baby, just a little bit longer. Hold on just a little bit longer. Though the promises, they may tarry, but God's going to deliver. Amen. He's deliver on his promises because he's faithful i'm sorry i know that that was a long spiel <laughs> no that's good preach girl let it go that's good but um during after that point god spoke to me that very moment that he had healed me and he gave me instruction <sighs> yeah he gave me instruction after that point and he said i want you to get healthy i want you to look and that was such a process because I was disobedient for so many years for sure. so many years you know God told me I want you to lose weight because at that point I was 370 pounds um maybe maybe a little bit larger and the Lord said I want you to lose weight and I struggled with that instruction so much sure. yeah sure. um but Whenever I decided to finally be obedient after years of rebellion, after years of saying this is too hard or I would do it for a little bit and then I would, you know, go back into it um, and back into losing weight. Whenever I finally decided to be obedient, everything that was necessary for me to succeed in losing weight was right there. Like, it's like whenever we decide to be obedient to God, the mm -hmm. provision he yeah. provides because because we're like well god how am i going to do this because i don't have the means necessary to do this you know and god said just step out in faith step out in obedience and as soon as i did that god provided everything that i needed he provided me a personal trainer um, 
He provided me a, a health coach, like everything that I needed to be successful in my weight loss journey, God provided. Wow. Oh, yeah. God. Yeah. Yeah. You know, obedience is better than a sacrifice. And, you know, is sometimes if we just step into that and trust him, we're going to get the breakthrough, you know, and it's, you know, it's like that old uh, gospel song. It may not come when you want it, but it'll be there right on time. You know, he knew when you were ready to have that diligence and when you could do that. It's beautiful. Yeah. Go ahead, honey. So, um, but I do want to uh, rewind, rewind a little bit because I got a little bit ahead of myself. A lot of people will ask me, how did you stand for 14 years? How, didn't you get weary? Didn't you want to quit? Didn't you want to give up? You know, the 14-year journey, it was extremely hard believing God for children. I planned baby showers. Mm -hmm. um, like, I planned all of my closest friends' baby showers. I remember, you know, how it felt mm -hmm. to be the yes. one who was in the background, like, doing for everybody else, doing for their children, being God mama to 15 children. Yeah. I'm godmother to 15 beautiful <laughs> children. You know? being God mama, being aunt, being the babysitter, being the baby shower planner, you know, being all these things for everybody and me just on the sidelines, just begging God in my heart, please, God, please, please bless me with the children, uh, with, with children. And I remember we were specifically believing God for twins. And, um, so <laughs> Crazy I'm, <faith. laughs> I'm good without that now. <laughs> Bless all the mamas out there who have twins. You are so strong. <laughs> I have Irish twins and I'm just like, ah! <laughs> um, you have to have supernatural grace to even, you know, be a mom. So, but anyway, so um, I remember I would um, believe I was believing we were believing God for twins and during this time of us believing God, we would go out and we would specifically buy clothes for our twin yeah. boys. I still, and we have their names and everything. I still have their clothes in my closet. I, I still do because faith without works is dead. You know, yeah. we see that we believe we're believing God for something, but we're not preparing to receive that, then how can we expect God to provide? Because really, we're we're basing it on our vision, on our our yeah. natural senses. Well, believe whenever it gets here. No, we have to believe now. And another thing is, my confession had to line up. Yes, whenever I didn't Come feel on. it. Whenever I didn't see it. Whenever the doctors were still saying it won't happen. Whenever the doctors are saying you're too overweight. Whenever the doctors are saying, I'm sorry, you're you're reaching your peak time. You, you know, you're, it's going to be hard for you to conceive. You're past the age of 30. Like whenever the doctors were speaking these negativity and not only doctors, but well-meaning people around me, sure. like, my, you know, my moms, my sisters, they were like, why don't you just adopt? They had given up faith. Yeah. Not that they wanted to, right. you know, you know, cause they wanted to believe with me, but it was hard to believe after so many years. And even had people, say i'll be a surrogate mother for you you know and so all of these well-meaning people and why don't you adopt from china and i kept on saying every time people would say that to me i'd say no i know that god is going to give me children and i know that god's going to give me children from my own womb i know that he is 
So I had to continue to confess that. And then, so after I had done what God had called me to do and started losing weight and God gave me other instructions too, he told me to go to a, a chiropractor and I had never been to a chiropractor for this before. He was telling me to go to a chiropractor and I was like, okay, that's weird, but I'll go. <laughs> so started going to a chiropractor, getting adjusted. Then he's told me to stop taking certain medicines like for pain and stuff. And this is God's instruction to me. Mm. No, everybody's journey is different. So just yeah. because God is telling me to do these specific things sure. does not mean that God's going to tell everybody else the same thing. But these was God's instructions to me. And so I had to open my ears to hear what the Holy Spirit was saying to me and not only hear, but to do, to mm. act to be obedient every single step because it's a, it was a process. And so I remember after doing that in January of 2017, I was at church and it was the, you know, right in the new year and God spoke to me. I was sitting on the last pew and uh, God spoke to me and he said, Crystal, I want you to stand up and I want you to declare that this is the year that you're going to conceive. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, I am not going to do that, Lord. I'm like, because of course we reason in our own mind. I'm like, yeah. Lord, if that's not you, it's been 14 years. So even with me doing all this confessing for 14 years, I still in my heart had a little bit of doubt. And I was just like, but God, what if I stand up and say that you're the one who said this and then it doesn't happen and then it looks like you know I'm trying to protect God's name or something you know he told me to stand up and declare that this is the year that you're going to conceive so I remember standing up I said guys I said I need to do this I said the Lord has spoke to me I said and I'm whenever and I told them this too it was like I was doing a disclaimer or something <laughs> I said, whenever I'm saying this, I said, I am trembling, but I am trusting that yes. I have the Lord. And I said, I declare that this is the year that I will conceive. Amen. And so I remember, um, like time had passed and I thought that I was pregnant and like, it was like April. I thought I was pregnant because my cycle was late. And so I took a test. I was at the dollar general in Nashville. <laughs> I got the test. I went to the bathroom. I took it and it was negative. And I had never been so broken taking a test before. Mm. Now, mind you, I have taken hundreds of negative pregnancy tests. Yeah. For some reason, this one hit differently. Sure. And um, I just, I had a huge pity party. It was just awful. And I just, did, I was, I decided at that moment, I'm not taking any more pregnancy tests ever. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Because I had gotten to that point, you know, I was just like, I'm not taking any more. This is too hard. Then May rolls around, okay, same year, 2017, Mother's Day. Mother's Day had always been so hard. Sure. Yeah. And I know I'm talking a lot, Maggie, so if you need to intervene and ask questions. just No, I want your God's story out there, honey. You keep going. If, if I need to intervene, I'll intervene. You roll with it. Mother's Day, I can imagine how hard that would be. Yes. So Mother's Day was extremely difficult every year because you would go to church and they would give the mothers all of these things. Uh, this particular Mother's Day, you know, Sunday, 
um, they gave me something. And of course they did it out of the kindness of their heart. But in my mind, I was just like, I don't want this pity gift. <laughs> like, right, right. like I was just like, I want children. I don't want this gift. You know, that's what I was thinking. Well, then we go to my sisters to celebrate Mother's Day because all of them were mothers. My mom was there. My two sisters who were mothers were there. And my mom walks up to me and my mom, she lost a daughter. Okay. Uh, my sister passed away. And so my mom had been bitter at God for a while. And then she had reestablished her relationship with God and uh, her own personal relationship. She never has been really open about it or anything, but she came up to me and she said to me, she said, she could tell my countenance was down. She said, what's wrong with my daughter? And I was like, nothing, nothing. And I was, she's like, no, what's, what's wrong? And I was like, I don't, I don't want to talk about it. And she's like, it's okay. And immediately tears started to well the my eyes. So we went about the rest of the day, nothing really being said. And then at the end of us, uh, at our get together, she said, come to the back room, you and your sisters. And I was like, okay. So we go to my sister's back room because we were at my sister's house. And my mom tells me, she said, lay on the bed. I was like, okay, what are we doing? <laughs> so she, she has me lay on the bed. And then um, she tells my sisters to lay their hands on my stomach. And um, then my mom also lays her hand on my stomach. I've never heard my mom in my entire 30, however years, I was like 32, I think, 33, 32. I had never heard my mom ever pray in my entire life. And my mom put her hand on my womb, on my stomach, and she had, she prayed this most simple prayer I've ever heard before, um, but it was the most powerful prayer. She said, Lord, please open my daughter's womb and give a child. And that's, she said in Jesus name, amen. So her and my sisters all at that moment, not being really strong women of faith, but just believing and wanting so bad for me, what I desired for myself, prayed that prayer. And then power of agreement. Yes. And then and the love of a mama. Woo. Prayer is so powerful. I wanted to say that too. a mother's prayer is so, so powerful, you know, believing God for your children, believing God for children, you know, whatever you're believing God for just as a mother, we have so much power yes. when we pray. So anyways, um, when my mom laid her hand on my womb and, and she prayed, I was just like, Oh wow. You know, like it was, it was just awesome to see you know, into experience. And so in July, um, July 17th of 2017, I had been feeling me and my friend, we went to Mexican a few days and every single day I was getting sick. And not only was I getting sick, she was getting sick. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, Oh my gosh. And any, every time I went around my dad, my dad got nauseous. <laughs> <laughs> Every time. And I'm like, what is going on? I'm making people nauseous. What is going on? So July 17th, 2017, a, a day exactly before me and my husband's 14 year wedding anniversary, I decided that, you know what? I'm going back on my pact. I am going to get a pregnancy test from the Dollar General because that was always my place to get pregnancy tests. <laughs> 
And so I went and got the test and I came back and I took the test and I got my first positive that I've ever had in my entire life. I got my first positive pregnancy test. So I went back to the Dollar General and got more. <laughs> I went back and I got more and they came out positive too. And then I was like, you know what? I'm going to wait till tomorrow. It's our 14 year wedding anniversary. I'm going to tell Stephen tomorrow. And I was like, who am I kidding? I cannot keep this secret. So, <laughs> so I kept on, Stephen was at a meeting and I kept on calling. I'm like, where are you? When are you going to be home? He's like, I'm on my way. What is going on? And I was like, hurry up. <laughs> Whenever he came home, I presented it to him and showed him I was pregnant. And then uh, we took it to all of our family that same day. Uh, we like made a little bag, you know, showing positive pregnancy test and uh, took it to all of them and showed them that I was pregnant. And it was it's so awesome. Just God is so faithful. You know, after 14 years, I had a positive pregnancy test and I even had people I just want to say this real quick. I had people tell me, don't, don't say it too soon because you're going to jinx yourself. Don't tell people too soon that you're pregnant because you're going to jinx yourself. And I said, no, I have believed God for 14 years. Mm -hmm. I am going to declare just as I boldly stood up and declared on January, in January of 2017, that I was going to conceive. I am going to boldly declare on Facebook the very day or the very next day. I remember <laughs> that, I, that day. I saw that. Yeah. Weeping, crying, dancing, shouting, going, go yes. God. <laughs> yes, exactly. And so, yeah, so ended up getting pregnant. I have my beautiful daughter journey. She's 22 months now, 17. I mean, seven months after she was born pregnant again. <laughs> I said, okay, Lord, you doubled my portion. And so now I also have a six month old son uh, and his little, his name is little Stevie. Um, so yeah, God has blessed us, you know, and it, it, 14 years of infertility, nothing is too hard for God, you know, nothing. Now, we do have to incline our ear and be obedient because we can be in the promised land and not be obtaining our promises because of our disobedience, you know. But, say it again. Say it again. I want you viewers to hear what she just said. Say it again, girl. I said we could be in the promised land but not be obtaining the promises of God because of our disobedience. Yes. It is so important that we incline our ear and we say, God, what is it that you want me to do? Is there something I'm missing, Lord? Is there some instruction that I'm not being obedient in? And if you are having a hard time hearing God or knowing what to do, go back to the last instructions that he gave you and Amen. say, have I done this yet? Have I been obedient in this area? Because a lot of times we're looking for new instructions, but we haven't been obedient in the last instructions. Right. Yet. <laughs> you know, but I'm just, I, I praise God. He's been so faithful through it all. And now I have my precious children, you know, who I just, they're such a blessing. Journey and little Stevie, they're just, they're amazing. They, they are such happy babies, <laughs> you know, they're, they're just, I just praise God. They're amazing. That's amazing. Crystal, I want you to, after this broadcast, when you get back home, I want you to find a picture of them and put it in the chat stream so the viewers can see the miracle that God did. So maybe you're standing for a miracle today. You know, yeah. um, and miracles, they come in different ways. And I truly believe that 
uh, in God's timing. You know, I was I was thinking I have a friend, Angela Bond, you know, we stood with her forever. And we were talking about we bought baby clothes and stuff. And, you know, I had a, a picture of, you know, this is a child that you prayed for and the whole nine yards. We stood in agreement and she got pregnant and then she lost the baby. And it was just oh, it was devastating. But God. OK, but God, a lot of people give up before the blessing. They get right to that point and the enemy knows, you know, and he tries to, like you say, tries to get you weary and tries to get you to stop and tries to get you to say that will never happen. You he know, tries but, to confess. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, I can't have kids. Yeah. Yes. You know, yes. You know, years ago, I'm a cancer survivor. And when I went through that, I was not a Christ follower. I didn't understand the power of life and death. I didn't understand all the other things, but I'd had two miscarriages. I had, you know, my oldest son, I had a miscarriage and I had my youngest son and had a miscarriage. The second miscarriage is when they found the cancer. And I remember being so broken because I was in my twenties, you know, mm -hmm. being so broken because I always wanted a little girl. And I had two boys and they're telling me, you'll never have children. They had, I had no choice. I, they were taking parts like, you know, crazy. And it yeah. was a three year span of them taking my female organs and knowing that I would never have a child. But I still said, I'm going to have girls. And now God has given me three granddaughters. Yes. You know, <laughs> you know, we we look at things and we think, okay, it didn't happen this way, but God always has a plan. And he had you on a 14-year journey of faith. And I believe that for those of you watching this and you're standing, I don't care if you're believing for a child, I don't care if you're believing for a breakthrough in your physical body. I don't believe, you know, I, or I believe that if you're waiting for a prodigal to come home, whatever it is you're standing for, the key things that I heard from Crystal this morning was to stand. When you've done, the Bible says, when you've done all else, just stand. And, yeah. and she, she declared, you know, the Bible says, decree a thing and it should be established, you know? And so we have to speak life. Power of life and death is in the tongue. And it could have been really easy for her to say, I can't do this, you know, but she stood, she prayed, she believed. She didn't let the soothsayers and the well-intended people that were trying to comfort her, you know, she did not let that stop her. Was this easy? No, you know, you know, I'm sure there were days where you probably didn't want to get out of the bed, you know? You're just like, I cannot stand another person. Oh my gosh, another baby shower. But she stood and she rejoiced with those that rejoiced. And she yes. cried with those that cried. And God said, daughter, I'm, I'm going to bless you. You know, yes. at the right appointed time and, and made this beautiful God story. So if you're waiting for your God story to take place, stand. You know, yes. from Crystal, don't give up. Don't get weary and well-doing. The Bible says you'll reap if you faint not. And she did not faint and she stood and she believed. And I'll tell you, I just over the years watching uh, this come about, you know, because she has a precious husband. I don't know how many of y'all have seen Change TV. If you have not, shame on you. You need to go check it out. Stephen North, David Manning, and Crystal Goins North are the hosts of that television station. And I'm telling you, they keep it real and they keep it raw. So that's the first thing I'm asking you to do is to go like the Change Station. Make sure you watch the broadcast. It is urban kind of a little bit, you know, so you want to get it out to the teens and your church, uh, in your family and so forth. And even us adults that know how to get our crunk on, I'm just saying it's good stuff because they're real and they're raw and transparent. And that is something about Crystal and why her social media influence has been so strong is because she is real and raw and transparent. I call it hot, hot, you know, hot, hot, honest, open and transparent. 
Okay. And that is how we need to be because there are hurting people out there that need to know that God is still on the throne, that it does that their circumstances do not matter. They have to stand, you know, so I'm so encouraged by your God story, which I already knew it. And I'm so glad that you took the time for this broadcast today. I know you've got, uh, you know, she, okay, listen, she's a network marketer. So if you need some of that, it works stuff, you need to talk to my girl. Okay. She does uh, makeup. And for weddings and things, and I glanced down here, I know on here, on this software, I don't see the comments, but a bunch of people down here, but Winnie, I didn't know you knew my girl Winnie, she says that you did her makeup for her uh-huh. wedding. So I know Winnie, Winnie and I go way back. So we work together at State Farm and she is a dear, sweet sister and I love her. So um, we will answer any comments or if you have questions for Crystal, if you want to know about her upcoming makeup event, Crystal, tell them the date and location. Is that online or what? tell us about that? So on February 28th, I am doing a class here locally in Murfreesboro. Um, We have two locations that we're going in between right now. just depends on the size of the party, but it will be here in Murfreesboro from 5 to 7.30. And so what it is, it's a class where um, me, hold on, I need to roll up my window because we have a saw going in the background. it's a, it's a class where I get up and I teach women how to apply their makeup correctly. We're going to go over lash application, brow shaping, contouring, highlighting, blending, lips, lashes, everything that works. And so it'll take about two to two and a half hours, the class will, and there's minimum space available. Um, so, yeah, if they want to register, it's only $45, which is a great deal. Yeah. Um, $20 to register and then it would be uh, the remainder would be due the day of but um, it's a lot a lot of fun a bunch of women getting together it's like a girl's night and I just teach you how to do your makeup and so and it's really practical too so I love that I love that because you know listen ladies we need instructions I didn't know you know, I'm just saying. So I want you to, uh, we'll put the link to that where you can register in the chat stream of this. Now, again, get this out to your friends. Get get this out to someone who is discouraged today, who is believing God for the, for the miraculous and is thinking that maybe that it's not going to happen. God is no respecter of person. What he did for Crystal, he'll do for you. And I love the fact that she said that the obedience, it was the breakthrough. Okay, and her journey is not going to look like your journey, nor is it going to look like my journey and so forth. Every one of us have um, a divine, you know, relationship with the Lord and we have to go according to his will. And here we are in January of 2020, you know, the year of vision, you know, the Hebraic year of the voice, the mouth. So I encourage you decree whatever it is that you're believing for. Write it down. You know, uh, people, you know, they they perish for a lack of, of wisdom. And, and you want that knowledge of God's word. Get in the word and find the scriptures that are going to minister to you on the tough days. On the tough days where somebody says, oh, I'm pregnant. And you, you, you know, you've been told that you can't be. Trust God. On the days where it says, you know, my son OD'd, you know, and you're believing God for a breakthrough in your own child. And you're thinking, you know, don't let fear and discouragement to come in. Okay. And, and I I titled this, the doctor said, but God overrules yeah. everything. You know, he has cattle on a thousand hills. He can meet our needs in every area of our life. So do not forget it. So Crystal, I thank you for taking the time, honey, to share with us. I'm going to have Crystal back in about three or four months because she's got some other God stories. Okay. 
and we're going to check up on her weight loss because recently the Lord has challenged her again and said, go girl, get, go get healthy again. And yeah. so, you know, because after you have a baby, I don't care who you are. After you have a baby, you need some help. Okay. Uh, and when you get to be my age, it takes more than kitchen chemistry. You got to put some effort, some work, some sweat to the brow to do that. So you're on a journey now with that, aren't you? Yes, I am. <laughs> okay. Now, what does that journey look like? Can you just share with the viewers so we'll know when we have our next broadcast, what, you know, we can celebrate with you. You're, I see you at the gym, right? Yes. I um, I actually backed off from the gym a little bit because I'm not taking enough calories right now, To, but I'm going to go back. Um, okay. My doctor has released me to go back. So um, I just, you know, I, I lost 70 pounds on my own previously, and then I gained 20 back uh, after pregnancy. And then um, I was just praying and asking the Lord because I was struggling so bad because I've been overweight all my life. And I have been praying and asking the Lord about me having uh, the sleeve surgery done, the gastric sleeve. Yes. And um, the Lord released me to, to have it done. And there, there's so much more to this story, but um, I had the sleeve on the 25th of November. And since that time... Uh, I've actually lost, I think it's 56 pounds. And so I've lost, I've lost over a hundred total. And so, yeah. It's oh. So what an inspiration. So we will have her back uh, next quarter to find out how that's going and maybe get a few tips for ourselves because we would love that. Okay. The cat is going crazy over here trying to get my attention about to turn my broadcast off. I had to take the keyboard away to make sure. So um, y'all thank Crystal. Make sure you share this out. Here's the kitty. One of them. Okay. I love you, Crystal. Thank you for your time. Viewers, make sure you get this out to your crew. And I'll see you guys Friday morning at 9 Central Standard Time. And uh, I don't know what the Lord's, I don't have an interview planned for that morning or what I call a God chat. Uh, so I'll just be seeking the Lord to see what he'd have me to say to y'all. Be blessed. See you later. Bye. Bye.